Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. I am finally all set up in my new office. I think if you listened last week, I was actually uh, visiting my mom in Florida Um, and I came back and today I just got everything done. So I'm in a in a season of productivity right now. So if anyone's needing a, a little productivity push or sign, here it is for you. But super excited to be here with y'all today. And this is more of a, I don't want to say a last minute episode, but I wrote a LinkedIn post. Uh, you'll, this the LinkedIn post will have already come out and been published. And it was about imposter syndrome. And the more I thought about it, the more I actually had more to say, surprisingly. <laughs> but you know, I really want to dive today into into imposter syndrome and and really what we might be categorizing as imposter syndrome, but really it's just more of a clarity issue. And so uh, it, it will hopefully help to put things into perspective that you're not an imposter. There's just some things you need to be a little bit more clear on. Uh, before we get into today's short but sweet episode, I, I'm going to be celebrating this client on LinkedIn also, but uh, this kind of all came t- came together at the end of last week, and I have a client who I've been working with for a little while now, and she was in my group coaching program when it was only eight weeks, and then we decided to continue working together one-on-one, and I, I am so proud of this client for so many reasons. First of all, when she came to me, she was working in a very, very, very toxic Uh, job in higher education and was only getting paid, I think it was like $48,000 a year. So uh, to be working in a really toxic, unfulfilling role and organization, on top of that, not even getting close to being paid her value. um, Yeah, it was really, really a tough time. And and she she did what I call um, was playing the short game. So she knew she had to get out of that situation and ended up landing a role inside of L&D um, right, right around the time we started working together. And she knew that was going to be more of a temporary role. And it, that's exactly what it was, just an opportunity for her to get out of a really toxic organization um, and into a space where she could kind of be an autopilot while focusing on what her next bigger move is going to be. And so, you know, it's something I I recommend for some clients. It's very much a... a, a uh, per person basis on on if I recommend playing what I call the short game. But for this client, it was really, really helpful. And through actually playing the short game and through our work together, what ended up happening is that she realized that 
yes, she loves learning and she loves education, but really what she really, really loves to do is more of that systems and that back end and, you know, really helping to move, you know, productivity forward through idea generation and through storytelling. And so I say all that to say is that the role she ended up landing was in a project management role. And I get so excited when my clients, of course, when my clients get jobs in general, but especially when they land roles tangential or adjacent to to L&D or even outside of L&D, because it just goes to show that when you get clear on what it is you finally want and what you actually want, not what you think you should do or what your degree says you should do or what people on the internet think you should do, right? When you really dive deep and get clear on what it is that you want, the possibilities become endless for you. And within a matter, it has to be like two weeks. Within a matter of two weeks of this person really figuring out what the direction was they wanted to go in, what their niche was, she landed a role. <laughs> and, and and it can happen so quickly. The, the part that takes a lot of work is figuring out that clarity piece and what it is we actually do want. And again, kind of pushing away from that societal thoughts of what we should be should be doing and figuring out what it is that will actually bring us joy. And so I'm so excited to announce this client has landed an assistant project manager role at a really incredible company and actually at a company another one of my clients uh, works for as well, which is so cool. Um, And they met through another one of my programs. So it's just, I just love it. I love when everyone becomes friends, Uh, but I'm so excited. She's getting paid pretty much double uh, what she was making in higher education. On top of that, the sickest benefits package I've ever seen in my life. Uh, When my other client got a job there, it was probably the first company that made me pause and say, wait a minute, I'd love to work. (laughs) I'd love to work there. Uh, And just an incredible culture and a culture that is committed to its people and growing its team. And this person's going to be an inaugural person on a brand new team. And so I say all that to say that, and this kind of goes into today's episode, that that clarity piece is so important. And we really do often like to to skip past that. And I'm just so proud. You know who you are. You're listening. I know you are. Um, I'm just so proud of you and you know the 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 work that you put into being so committed to being clear and to not making a decision until it felt good. And that's what today's episode is is all about, y'all. It's really about understanding what is going on in our minds around imposter syndrome and what what actually causes it. Not even causes it. It's not the right words to use. It's what we use the word imposter syndrome to cover up what? It's almost a mask that we can wear, right? It's it's easy to label things as a as a whole of I have imposter syndrome or I'm not good enough for that or right and really looking looking at it from a a, a 30,000 square foot, 30,000 square foot, 30,000 <laughs> foot view. Y'all can tell I've been kind of do, doing house stuff, square uh, measuring things, but you know it's easy to it's easy to categorize ourselves and just feel a feeling of 
you know, that maybe we're not good enough or we don't have the right tools or the right education and to immediately categorize ourselves as having imposter syndrome. And I've mentioned this before actually in the last episode, but a couple of months back I had uh, another career coach on Lisa Fillion. She, she really helped reframe the idea of, you know, imposter syndrome as really having an imposter moment. And I want to to drill even deeper than that because yes, in that moment or in that moments, right? In those moments, we might feel like we're an imposter, but really what's happening is that several layers deeper, it's just that we're not clear. And I really truly believe that clarity equals confidence. And the clearer that we get, in the direction we want to go in, the life that we want to have, right? all of these things, then the easier it becomes to delineate between what's fact and fiction. And what do I actually need to do to move forward versus what is society telling me I need to do to move forward? And what I talked about in my post on LinkedIn that I want to elaborate on is that you know, imposter syndrome, this mask of imposter syndrome, this idea of imposter anything, right? Moment syndrome, lifetimes, it really boils down in my professional opinion as a coach into being unclear in in three different areas. And you may be unclear in one of these areas or two of these areas, or maybe in all three. And I think it really, the, the level that you are of, of, you know, unclear in these areas probably dictate how much you may feel like an imposter. But again, imposter syndrome really is just the way to kind of describe a feeling But how do we dive deeper into figuring out what is the root cause that's causing this feeling? And so the first part that I noticed from my clients, this is all taking from from personal experience of having coached almost 100 people. It's my dog in the background, if you hear that jingling. Um, But almost 100 people in the last, you know, almost two years. And the first thing I see that creates a lot of that feeling of being an imposter is being unclear of your vision. And when I say your vision, it really is the vision of your life. Like, what do you want your life to look like? I think a lot of times we try to focus a lot on what we want our careers to look like um, and getting clear on that. But what I encourage my clients to do, and, and for those of you that are listening the uh, career confidence and clarity program is starting today. It's a three-day mini series. So that is starting today and there is still time for you to get in because we're going to be focusing on this in there, but is really understanding what is the vision I want to have for my life and how does my career then fit into that vision? What happens is we spend a lot of our times figuring out what the vision of our career might be or what our next move should be. Again, we should ourselves to death essentially, but really sitting there and focusing on what our, our careers should be like. And we forget about that life piece. And so I encourage my clients, and especially we'll be doing this inside of that mini series program, is understanding what is the vision for my future and the vision for my life. And then being able to almost backwards engineer into how does my career fit into that? What does my career afford me to be able to do? Right? What am I going to be so excited about spending, you know, 20, 30, 40, you know, maybe 50 you know, hours a week doing, depending on the type of role you want and the type of work you want to do, right? Some people really, really enjoy spending 50 hours a week working, uh, They really do. I know people like that who just love to work and live to work and that's okay, right? But you might be someone who, you know, wants to work to live and figuring out what that looks like for you. 
So I see that a lot of people, when they're unclear on what they want that vision of their life to be, that it becomes challenging to then figure out what the vision of their career is going to be and how that fits in there. And that unclarity, I don't know if that's a word, right? But it creates a sense of uncertainty. And when we have that sense of uncertainty, when we don't really know what we're, where we're going, right? It's like, I think I might've said this last week. And if not, I said it to my mom. So one or one or two of the other, <laughs> or I might've said it to, to both of y'all, but it's like shooting at a moving target in the dark. And if you had to, even if you, you know, are the most skilled archer, right? Actually literally think about shooting at a moving target in the dark, right? The most skilled archer isn't going to be able to be confident to do that, right? But if their lights are on, you know, the sun's shining, and they have a clear standing target, it's going to be much easier to hit that target, and they're going to be much more confident in it. And so confidence comes from having a clear vision, right? Having a clear target, a clear non-moving target. And that doesn't mean you can't you can't pivot too, right? So you can move your target, you can decide to move it, but it's not swinging from one side to another or swinging all erratically. And so having that clear vision of what you want your life to look like and what you want your career to look like that fits within there starts to create a sense of confidence. And we don't feel like an imposter when we're able to see clearly in front of us what we're aiming at. It gives us a much, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, but it gives us a much easier roadmap because we can actually see the forest through the trees, right? We can actually see what's happening here ahead of us and we can plan and prepare for it, right? We don't have that sense of uncertainty because we have a very clear vision of what it is that we're working towards. So really focusing on getting a clear vision helps to remove the mask of imposter syndrome because you don't feel like an imposter when you actually know what it is you're, you're targeting. But the other side of that, kind of moving into that next phase of, the, the, of un- taking the mask off, is being clear about your talents. So if you have a vision, that's great. That's really, really important. You really can't move through life confidently without a a somewhat of a vision of where you want to be going, right? We can't just sit in this right here, right now, and just this constant bubble of bu- bubble of anxiety and imposter syndrome. I laugh because I've been there and it's, it, it is work for me to move forward uh, every day and think about those long-term goals, even short-term goals and how that moves us forward. But I digress in saying that those goals are important, but what's also important is being very clear and understanding what are the skills and the talents that you bring to the table. And that's where a lot of people start to really shed the layers of imposter syndrome because society tells us to have degrees or certifications or to work this many years or to not do this and to do that. And it can be really overwhelming to constantly be in that comparison game of to either yourself, right, what you should or what you think you should or shouldn't be doing, but also to society or what other people who have maybe walked a similar path, um, what they've done, and not understanding that each of us bring to the table a really unique set of skills and talents. And so I can look at two people who have both become instructional designers, and they may have taken two totally different paths to get there. And that's because they have two totally different set 
of skills. It doesn't mean that some of their skills don't overlap, but their strengths, their talents, right? Beyond, and I want you to think of skills beyond technical skills, because that's another thing. We get really, really caught up in technical skills to land our dream job or to get to that vision. And we forget about the talents and the strengths that we have that aren't necessarily technical skills and that are equally, if not more important sometimes than technical skills. And so really, truly understanding, you know, the talents, the skills, the strengths, the interests that you bring to the table helps to really identify what it is you already have and then creates a really clear, going back to the word vision, right? A really clear vision of what it is you need to move forward to reach that more shorter term and longer term goals that you've already envisioned for yourself. Because what happens is when you're not clear on what it is you already bring to the table, it is very easy to feel like you bring nothing to the table. And that's not true. You absolutely bring so many things to the table. But you have to really truly do the work to understand what are those things that I bring. And a lot of people have a hard time with that. And that is one thing I work very hard on with my clients. And one thing we're going to focus a lot on in day two of the career clarity and confidence course, the mini series that's happening starting today, as you're listening to this, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the 14th, 15th, 16th of June, 2022, depending on when you're actually listening to this, uh, But day two, we're really going to focus on on uncovering those hidden talents and strengths, the ones that are in you. You have not walked the planet this many years without any strengths and talents, but you may need to really do the work to uncover what they are because you've had this mask of imposter syndrome. And once you put the mask of imposter syndrome on, it's almost like, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this without... Um, you all seeing me and seeing my hands, but it's almost like you, when you put the mask on, it's kind of like, okay, this is going to be silly, but you know, those like big giant bubbles that like humans can put themselves in and there's like, uh, you know, you can like bump up against each other essentially. I forgot. I don't know what they're called, but when you put that mask of imposter syndrome on, it's almost like you put yourself in that bubble. And even though there might be good things coming at you, they can't permeate because you have this really intense mask and bubble around you. And so when we start to take off this mask and understand that, wow, I have these strengths and talents, right? they start to now come to you, right? They're internal, but now you can kind of, you can take off that layer and that mask to really understand what it is you bring to the table. And that takes some work, but we're going to do that inside of this program. So if you haven't had a chance to register, please do. Uh, I put the link in the show notes here as well, but really doing the work to understand your talents. Because like I said, you can have a vision for the future, but your talents really help you get there. And that's what brings me to my third point here around what this kind of trifecta of imposter syndrome, which is being unclear of the way to move forward. So you might have a clear vision of what it is you want, and you might have a clear vision of the skills and talents, but how do we now put those together to create a roadmap to move forward? And a lot of people think that it might be as simple as like, okay, I know (laughs) what my talents are, and I know what I want to do, right? But then it's it can almost feel 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, you can feel frozen, right? And now what is that first step in order to move forward? And really getting clear, it's almost backwards engineering, right? Into what that end goal is. And then breaking it down. I work, I work on this a lot with my career coaching clients specifically around how do we now create these micro goals, right? That seem attainable, that are attainable. They don't just seem attainable. They are attainable, that are attainable to get to that next level. And then we, you know, we, we, we go step by step by step. And some days you're taking really long strides and some days maybe you're taking a really short stride, but how do you continue to build momentum right through these micro goals? And it's, you know, it's kind of like rather you, you can't eat a whole hamburger in one bite or you can't eat a whole pizza in one bite. It's, you're taking bite by bite by bite. Now I'm getting hungry. It is lunchtime for me. But, you know, it's it's taking bite by bite and thinking about the same way in terms of getting clear on that roadmap. I see this a lot, especially when clients of mine, especially um, when I work with my career coaching clients, the first module they do is all around figuring out what their niche is. And it's the hardest work. Getting clarity is is hard work. So I don't want to, I don't want to to simplify it. It is hard work. But as soon as they get clear, the next part is figuring out that roadmap. Like what are those next steps? And they often try to take a a bite of the whole hamburger. They try to eat, fit the whole hamburger in their mouth. So it's, okay, now I need to do my resume and my LinkedIn. And like, those are really, really big steps, right? And so what I encourage them to do is, okay, let's look at your resume and let's break that down into micro goals. So I have a a worksheet inside of my program where I list all of these different L&D skills and I have them go in and really assess their own skills and pull those out. And that's just one task right there. It's a micro task of here are the skills that I have. Another micro task might be, you know, updating your LinkedIn headline or maybe just even updating your LinkedIn photo, right? Your banner photo. And so being able to break it down into those more smaller micro tasks versus the very big giant bites of eating the whole hamburger or trying to shove at least half of it in your mouth, it becomes much more manageable. And so when you have that roadmap, and we're going to work on this on day three inside of the program I was talking about, is figuring out what that roadmap looks like for you and giving you the opportunity to really create that for yourself no matter where you are in the career transition process. So if you're just starting your career transition journey and thinking about it, if you're knee deep in it, if you are in a, maybe you're in a short-term role right now that was your, uh, you know, your short your short game role that you're playing and you want to build that confidence back up, doesn't matter where you are. It matters about getting clear on where you want to go, the talents that you have and that you're bringing to the table, and then creating that roadmap in order to move forward. And so all three of those things, when they're working in harmony, it is, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind about how I want to say this because I feel very strongly that I want to say it's almost instantaneous that that imposter syndrome mask comes off. And I really do mean that. I know it's a bold statement, which is why I paused and took a deep breath to think about if I actually wanted to say it out loud. And I do. I really, really do because I have seen it happen over and over and over again where 
again, it's not instantaneous in the sense that like one one day you have it and one day you don't and you didn't do any work. It just fell off, right? But in that moment of having done the work, and it can happen pretty quickly when you get clear on these things, but you know, in that moment of all of a sudden realizing, oh my gosh, like I have clarity. I know where I want to go. I know the talents I have that are going to get me there. And I have a very clear, tangible, strategic roadmap on the way to achieve that goal and that vision for myself. And it is like the mask just falls off. And I'm having, like, I'm almost having like chills right now, just thinking about all the clients, even the one I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. Like she literally messaged me two weeks ago and she wrote it's real like it's real like alignment is real this is real and you know she was like she felt I mean every time interview she had she wrote to me like nailed it like I did so great and it was just so incredible to see like the con like the mask fell off of her it doesn't mean that she's not it doesn't you know I think a lot of people think that you either have imposter syndrome or you're cocky and there's definitely that middle ground of actually being proud of yourself that's what confidence is being proud of who you are the being clear on the vision of your future and this person who you are now and the person who you're going to be in the future you know being really proud of that person and I and seeing my clients become proud of who they are and where they're going and who they're going to become is life-changing for them and it's life-changing for me to watch and so just know that you probably don't have imposter syndrome you might have given yourself that title you might feel like you're having an imposter moment right but really thinking about am I an imposter or am I just unclear you know am I shooting in the dark and a moving target am I an imposter or if I, am I just unclear on the skills that I have that are going to move me forward or the skills that I, I need to to develop you know, am I an imposter or do I just not have the right roadmap to move forward? And most likely, I could guarantee that the answer is not going to be that you're an imposter. It's just that you're unclear on one, two, or three of these. And like I said, the good news is I'm running a three-day mini-series workshop. Um, it's starting today. So if you're listening to this live on uh, June 14th, Tuesday, June 14th, um, it's starting today at 4 p.m. Eastern, and all of them will be replayed too. So if you listen anytime during this week and you want to um, catch any of the live sessions, you can register um, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of this week and still get access to the recordings, uh, which you get access to for life, by the way, uh, and then still make any of the live calls that we're having. So it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the 14th, 15th, 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern. They're an hour-long calls very intimate group that we're going to be having. And we're going to be tackling all the things that we talked about today. So uh, it's $129 for all three. And like I said, you get access to the videos, the recordings for life. So anytime you're feeling maybe the mask is starting to creep back on, you can always go back to these modules and revisit and rework through it. And the other thing I'm going to be leaving you with in that program is 30 days of journal prompts and exercises. And these aren't your standard uh, just basic journal prompts. It's really going to be to work you through all three of the topics that I just talked about today as well. So you can, I dropped a link in the show notes for uh, this uh, mini series course that I'm having. Uh, you can also access it if you go to the overnighttrainer.thinkific.com. And of course, if you need the direct link, just DM me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra and I'll be glad to send it to you. So cannot wait to see you inside of this amazing program. Cannot wait to see your imposter syndrome masks fall right off and 
completely crush your career dreams. So I will talk, crush in a good way. (laughs) I will talk to you all soon. I will see you in the program and I will catch you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.